You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, brought to you by Sound Talent Media and Evergreen Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. I hope you've been having a killer week. I most certainly have been. Before we jump into today's episode, I would just like to ask you to follow the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. But more than that, I would love for you to tell a friend about the podcast. If there's someone in your life, someone that you discovered craft beer with, well, you should let them know that the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast exists. You can tell them that there are over 300 episodes where I hang out with metal musicians and we talk all about craft beer. If you were to do that and encourage one of your friends to become a brand new Vox and Hops head, that would be something that I would truly appreciate. Now, today's episode is a special one. It's about a very, very cool festival that is actually taking place tomorrow in Georgia. This is Vox and Hops episode number 346, and it's all about the Blast Beats and Brews Fest. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today, I am joined by amazing humans, um, someone that inspired me to do a lot of things, and I'm not sure that she's aware of that. Uh, this whole episode is about Blast Beats and Brewfest, a very cool metal and beer festival happening in Georgia, in Avondale Estates, Georgia, to be specific. It's an outdoor block party. It's super, super fucking cool. Uh, today, I'm joined by Emily and Trapper. Uh, who are the main organizer. Trapper is also a brewer for Firemaker. He plays in one of the bands that's going to be performing called Scorch Moon. We got Stacia from Lost Druid. We got John and Will from Little Cottage. And we got Taylor, who's the headliner, Paladin. How are you all doing? Good. Stressed, but good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a normal thing to happen when you're putting on a first festival well probably every festival but then if it's the first one's always the most difficult and the most stressful uh just i have to give you props i don't know if you remember i remember emily you wrote me asking saying that i'm I'm starting a metal and beer fest in georgia and if you want to be a part of it if you can help in any way feel free to do so and it just got the wheels spinning in my brain and from that thought I created Brutal North America. I I went and took that idea of doing a festival beer thing and it turned into like, let's do this collab with a brewery from Texas. And I was like, what if it was like a traveling collab? And then it, boom, let's pair metal breweries with metal bands, Vox and Ops alumni, and release 24 collabs in, in, in one week, which was a mistake that I will not do again. It was lots of fun, though. Uh, let's start with a very simple question of how are you guys doing? And uh, you're stressed, but it's, it's, it's a good feeling. It's a good, good thing. Let's start with why and how Blast Beats and Bruce Fest came to life, please. Um, yeah, so Matt, um, that same conversation I had with you um, really sparked this whole thing for me as well. <laughs> And I, I just, I find it really funny that we sort of inspired each other. That's actually really awesome. Um, I would not be doing this if it wasn't for you. I just want you to know that. That conversation also did something for me. So, um, yeah, uh, our friend Alexander from Space, who's not here, came up with the name. Blast Beats and Bruce. Yes, he's a nerd. Um, 
But yeah, I just wanted to do something cool, bring together something in Atlanta that people aren't already doing. We we have metal, we have craft beer, but none of them have never been like crossed over. So it's the first time, so we're doing it. Yep. Very, very sick. And obviously I know that it works. I have a metal podcast with over 300 40 episodes at this point uh vox and hops is all but hanging out with my metal friends talking about their lives music and craft beer we are recording this episode at a live thirsty thursday there's a lot of regulars here the metal architects here colby's here we got uh dan from manitoba that's with us tonight and uh a very special dude that i'm gonna give a massive shout out to in a little bit mick of course uh I'm going to be drinking. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start first. I typically start with you guys, but I'm going to be drinking something very cool that I got my hands on uh, last night. I actually have three of them here, and I'm going to taste them all throughout this chat. This is uh, the brand new Vox and Hops collab with Ghost Town Brewing. This is for Devastation on the Nation. This is uh, a hazy IPA. They packed it with a bunch of uh, mosaic and equinot hops. It's uh, a hazy IPA. I'm going to crack that first. And then uh, to split up the two hazies, I got the Folly Brewing Imperial Black, the 7.666% oh, yeah. uh, the theme of the night, the thematic 666 that we're going to get to later. And then I'm going to wrap up with my boy Mick here's uh, Miskatonic's uh, collab with Vox and Hops that he made in Chicago, which was available at the show. And uh, if we have time, maybe we'll talk about uh, the disappearing keg trick that happened at that show. But Mick saved the day. Uh, this is called Death Fog. It's a hazy IPA that was hopped with, he told me, and I don't remember. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that later. Uh, what are you guys drinking? We'll start with Emily and I'll make, we'll make our way around. Uh, Emily and Trapper, what are you guys drinking tonight? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm drinking a Cre- Creature Comforts Athena Paradiso. It's a cranberry Berliner Weiss. Um, at, it's pretty good, honestly. Like they're uh, one of the they're they're from Athens. They were fra- they were founded because Terrapin, like 25 percent or something of Terrapin, got bought out by Coors. So the owners that were uh, a part of that buyout we're just like uh we're gonna go start our own place with all this money that we just got and so creature comforts has been kicking kicking ass in the local market for a few years now like um yeah yeah and i and next year we're probably gonna have a few athens uh breweries also at the fest so yeah yep. definitely amazing already talking about next year that's exciting emily what do you drink on your side so i'm doing i'm doing long drink right now it's a, a finished drink um, I do have a key lime pie sour that I'm going to break open in a little bit. I haven't had it yet. I was saving it for tonight. So we can talk about that later. Thank you for your patience. Uh, Stacia, what, what, what do you drink on your side tonight? Uh, so I'm drinking our ginger jasmine and key lime uh, seltzer. Very. Oh, the seltzers. Seltzers are getting hot. That sounds delicious. Cheers to that. Uh, how about uh, John and Will? Well, we're starting... Uh... We're drinking two different little cottage beers tonight. Uh, we're starting with uh, Bodle, which is John's Hellas Lager, just super traditional, clean, crisp lager. And then we've also got a uh, single hopped hazy IPA uh, called Scattered Hash Browns. And he did that with just straight citra hops. I love the citra. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of it. I get, I get that like cat pee smell, but I like it. Uh, <laughs> Taylor, I, you're, you're a little under the weather, so I don't know if you, if you will be indulging tonight. But uh, if you are drinking something, what are you drinking? Oh, yeah. Um, I've got this nice water. Right Good. Here. Stay hydrated. Uh, massive cheers to the Ghost Town crew for pulling this off. It's delicious. I'm going to cheers. Ooh. Super juicy, but 
nice little bitter bite super balanced um justin ryan steve sam and jameson thank you so much for pulling this off and having it at the show in berkeley it was a massive success um deeper questions into blast beats and bruise fest um i know that it's super fucking difficult to pull these things off so so i'd like to hear what the 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 biggest complications of that first conversation we had up until here we are. The fest is at the point we're recording this in two weeks. By the time that when this comes out, the fest is tomorrow. What have been some of the biggest complications of, of setting up this festival? Honestly, if I wasn't hyper organized, I, it wouldn't be happening. <laughs> uh, just basically to, like stay on top of everybody and everybody's what they're doing and collabs and basically just trying to organize, keep everybody on you know, the same page, communicating enough, really, like, just making sure everybody knows what's going on. Um, I think that's been the hardest. I mean, there's other things, too, but they're not that bad. It's just keeping everyone organized, basically. Because we had that conversation over a year ago, I want to say. It was probably February 2021 when you reached out to me about that. So it's taken a good, solid 15 months to make this a reality, so... What were some of the, the the persistence that you had to push yourself to get it going? Uh, was it difficult to book the area where the Avondale Estates? Um, why are you doing it outside versus just starting small in a venue and then building it up? Yeah, if I was really smart, I would have just done it indoors at a venue <laughs> and not have to like bring in a restroom trailer and build a stage and like all this extra stuff um, for the very first time ever doing something like this. But um, with COVID and everything, I felt like if we were going to do a festival, being outdoors would be safer, number one. Um, people would feel more comfortable being outdoors because um, we, we still don't know what's going on with COVID. So, <laughs> um, so that was like a big reason for that. Um, Avondale Estates is also has become like a craft beer destination. Um, um, I, I think Will and Associate uh, mentioned something about that, but it's been written up in papers about how Avondale Estates is now this craft beer destination. So that's why we picked the area. Um, trying to think of anything else I can add to that. For people that are listening that don't know who Emily is, uh, a lot of musicians know her because uh, she takes amazing photographs and she's shot probably just about everyone. Do you want to give people like a little history of yourself so that they understand how you made this happen? Because it's, it's, you have to be a certain type of person to, to put on a festival and you have to know a bunch of people, which makes things easier. Um, yeah, I've been doing photography for a long time. I've always been obsessed with metal and uh, musicians and trying to take care of... We actually were just talking about this. So my couch back here, a lot of bands have stayed on it. And I tried to start a Yelp page called Emily's Couch where they could actually give me a rating of one to five. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, basically it went from like uh, doing photography to hosting bands to just wanting to be more and more involved. Um, and that's how I got there. It's a long process. <laughs> so, yeah. You got to be a certain type of person and you have to be, you know, like reliable first off and a good human and trustworthy and doing, being all those things will help for this next question as uh, for the brewers that are here, how easy was it to say yes to this project we'll start with uh with trapper how easy was it well you you were roped in right at the beginning there so well yeah i she she immediately like the very first meeting she had about it she had me roped in and i was 
it, for me, it was an immediately like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Like whatever, whatever we got to do to make it happen. Cause like I was, I was working at a different brewery at the time, a place called Burnt Hickory up in, uh, Kennesaw outside, outside the perimeter. Um, but for me, it was just like a, it's a no brainer. Like I've been, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge metal fan and I've been making beer since I was in college. It, like, and it's just like, well, yeah, let's do it. Like it was an immediate, like, sure. Why not? Like, why, why, why isn't this already happening? Yes. I want to help you make it happen is, is kind of where I've been the entire time. Uh, St- Stacia, uh, do you remember that first, uh, introduction, uh, that Emily hit you up? Maybe it was trapped to hit you up, uh, to get lost through it as a part of this project. Yeah, so the first introduction was actually from uh, Joey at the Beer Growler, uh, which the fest is going to be right alongside the Beer Growler and actually incorporating it. And um, his uh, girlfriend is one of my key uh, front of house staff. And so, you know, it just made sense. Emily already talked about how Avondale was named the best small town beer scene in 2020 by USA Today readers. So it just fit for us, and we're only a couple of blocks away, so happy to participate and be a part of it. Love it, love it. Uh, Little Cottage, John and Will, uh, what, what was your first impressions of this, this festival? I know you're metalheads, so, so it must have been exciting. Yeah, as a metal brewery um, and less than a year old, next week is our first anniversary, mm, so we true. were excited about doing something with metal and having a beer fest because a lot of places that inspired me to start my brewery was places like three Floyds and 18th street. And so I loved what they were doing, uh, festivals and the music they were playing. It was just something totally different. Um, so yeah, I was excited to do this. Uh, how about on the other side of things, Paladin, you guys being a band, um, talk to me about getting hit up to headline this festival. Uh, what was your first impressions of that? Um, well, that is a great question. You know, the old memory banks. Um, I talked. Yeah, I talked to Lori first. Um, you know, your manager. So about, about a year and a half ago, a year ago. Oh, so you you had it right away. You you knew that you wanted Paladin to be a part yes. of it. Yes. Um, yeah. This year, I wanted to keep it local, like everything very local, because I knew it was going to be stressful, and I'm like, I don't know how much I can afford to bring bands from out of town, that kind of thing. Um, but uh next year yes but i wanted paladin to headline like that was just like these dudes are killing it they're going like they're getting beer and beer in the scene and i want to support them and i want them to do good so immediately i was like i want paladin them boys yeah <laughs> so so Laura, Laura, your manager hits you up and says hey there's a local beer and metal fest happening they want you to headline how easy was that yes i know i know how easy yes is for me when i got offered beer and metal but uh, how about you guys uh it was pretty easy we put the y first and then the e was after um <laughs> no we is we just had to make sure we didn't have any like tour plans or anything like that any conflicting plans that was pretty much it i think super sick what can people expect when they come to this festival um you can buy your ticket you get the first three beers for free you get a, a free glassware you get a wristband where once you hit 666 uh you have to start paying for beers uh, what what can a metal fan or a beer fan what can people expect that come to this festival uh, well, we also have about, I think, 20 art vendors. We have a couple of food trucks. Sick. Um, so 
you know, it's very uh, family oriented. Avondale is very much a family place. Um, so I want people to just come and have fun. And, you know, we're all good people. So I think everyone's going to have a good time and, you know, listen to music and have beers. And if they don't drink beer, that's fine, too. We have a coffee collab we're doing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I'll say Liquid Death actually donated a bunch of waters. So people. Oh, that's a big win because they're, they're, they're really hard to get into contact yeah. with. They're extremely selective of who they work with, so props to them. Yeah. So hopefully no one you know gets dehydrated. That's like our main concern. I have an EMT. I have like security. Like they already know like people might get dehydrated. So let's keep a lookout for that. Mm-hmm. That's really our biggest concern is people like here in Georgia it being so hot in May. Like that's our main main concern really. Yep. So. I imagine a festival like this, you have to have like medical staff on on site. And at what point? And I've been to festivals, and I'm not going to name them. But if you drank all the beers and you finished your bracelet, uh, no one was walking out there sober. Everyone was walking out there crooked. Uh, is there ever like a as you're planning this, and as the brewers are here, I don't know if it's something that crosses you guys when you bring beer to a festival, having a safe and balanced beer list where it's not dangerous for your customers that are coming to your your festival goers at least for me yeah like i actually i was the we have a specific salesperson that deals with evandale estates and i was talking with her about this today and we like the the beer that we're sending is uh, the beers that we're sending are probably going to be our our way down yonder god and uh I, I made a made a beer with El yeah eddie from El yeah who's a he has a growler store in decatur called the river dragon has come which is a good old nevermore reference um it's a amarillo pale ale like imagine sierra nevada but amarillo as the top mm-hmm. instead of cascade um but like that was definitely a consideration as we were talking about it because it was like she she originally was like hazed and blazed which is our hazy ipa but that's the, the river dragon's already like 6.1 percent and kind of hoppy so i was like let it go for something a little lighter on the other end you know what i mean because like it, it, it seemed like it would be better to not just be like yeah let's just send the heaviest things that we've got to to this to like and it's also going to be an all-day thing because it's we're going it, the doors doors are at are at one and it goes until nine yeah only? until nine yeah. yeah so oh that's responsible yeah it's it's going to be it if you spread if you spread three beers out over that course of time, you're not even going to be drunk. So no, but if having it finish at nine is, is is a wise decision to not encourage people to overindulge because typically most bad decisions happen after nine o'clock. True. I thought it was after midnight, but you know, <laughs> I got kids, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everything's a bit earlier for me. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hopsheads? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right, I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns. The Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June. We are supporting the mighty death to all. We are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, 
You should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer, and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode. Something when I built Brutal Montreal and I had a conversation with uh, JF Provovenko, he was like, how many people do you think came just for the beer because we had good beer? Do you have, is that something that's going to, because of how hyped up Avondale is, is, is there like craft beer fans that are going to come to this for the craft beer, even though they're not metalheads? So are you maybe going to convert people into metalheads is that something you're expecting or is it typically just going to be metalheads coming and then have the opposite effect maybe converting them to craft beer enthusiasts? i think it's a little bit of both um i know people are excited about the bands but they're also excited about the beer so a mm-hmm. little bit of both i think um let's talk about collabs uh, you've done a lot of them i love collabs as everyone knows i'm about to i'll open another one why not moving on to uh, after dark the the imperial black lager at a 7.66%. Uh, massive shout out to Jamie Morris and Tina from Folly for pulling this off. Uh, Folly do not can beers. They bottle their beers and sell them in bottles and do kegs. Uh, but for the event to get the beer in the show in Toronto, um, it had to be in a can. So uh, Jamie Morris, within three hours, fanned a canner and made this happen. I'm going to crack it. I haven't tasted it yet. Um, I am curious. Let's talk about collabs. Let's talk about creating these collabs. How important was it for the festival to have its collabs? Uh, take take me through the whole story of the collabs. And I'm sure everyone here tonight has a collab. So let's talk about that specific collab, please. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and start. So I know because of the Decibel Metal and Beer Fest that those kind of festivals, you have to be doing collabs. It's just important. <laughs> um, again, that's what this whole festival is about. So um, the Paladin beer was my idea. A bunch of them, I sort of just like let people that brew like sort of do what they want. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's much easier to do that. Yeah. I come up with like branding ideas and I'm like, make a beer. <laughs> yeah, no, you it yeah. I'm not going to go into a cook's house and mess with his kitchen he knows how to make what he's doing I, I can sell the beer i can brand the beer so so take me through the collabs that are going to be there uh, we can start with the paladin beer what, what is that beer who's making that beer and uh what can people expect will and john they're making it yeah we did a uh i think they wanted a blackberry uh well the main thing was blackberry um kettle sour so we did a kettle sour um i didn't want to just use blackberry because i've done that before and i know how tart it can become on its own so i asked them if it would be okay to mix some other fruits in there so we did blackberry raspberry blueberry um it's gonna be very sounds delicious very uh fruit forward (laughs) so basically it's a a smoothie sour is is that my understanding like a fruited sour amazing and is that something that you your band enjoys taylor (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was told. I was told by Lori that the um, like all paladin only drinks sours, so that's why we want the sour. <laughs> and yeah. Well, it's like me and Alex kind of only drink sours. Um, the other guitarist, the other guys drink <laughs> everything, but. I was like, man, I want, I want something I'll enjoy. And at, at what point? How branded are these beers, or is it just on tap? 
Uh, we're actually bottling that um, as well. Same. So it'll be pouring out the festival. It'll be pouring out a brewery. Uh, we're bottling it up um, probably next week, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're uh, also trying to get through this push for our anniversary next week. So <laughs> there's a lot going on. So. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of work being done in that brew house this week. I can only imagine. I've, I've heard stories of anniversaries and the weeks that lead up to it. And everything sounds like a good idea. And then you do the work and then you realize <laughs> that it's a lot of work. And maybe for the next anniversary, you're not going to do as much and you're, you're just going to do yeah. the same thing. So just, yeah. just plan to be tired for your anniversary. Yeah. Uh, I was just plates in the air, like doing doing any kind of anything when you're, you're leading up to an anniversary party. There's so much work that goes into it. It's, we, we had one recently. Uh, what, what other collabs we got going on? Uh, Stacia, who are you making a beer for? So we did our collaboration with the beer growler, um, with Joey, who, you know, helped to bring us into this and, you know, originally let us know about the festival. Uh, we're doing, um, a repeat of our Reaper of Souls, which is a nice Kolsch because, you know, it is going to be hot. It's going to be a long day for folks want something that's lighter um, on the palate. And we're also putting together a special sour. So good to hear that uh, our folks at Paladin enjoy sours because we'll have a, a second beer on tap, which will be a special sour that we'll be releasing then too. Sounds delicious. Sounds amazing. Uh, and how about uh, Trap Trapper? What beer are you making? Are you making one for your own band? Have you already done that? Uh, I didn't make one for my own band this time around. Um, it's a thing I do want to do eventually, but it's me and Eddie from Alia, which is, uh, like I said earlier, a growler store. Yes. Um, he's he's a big metalhead. He goes on 70,000 tons of metal every year like I do. And like, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about what happens on 70,000 tons of metal. <laughs> oh my god that's not even good <laughs> what, what happens on 70k stays, stays on, on 70k, 70K. Yeah. um <laughs> but we we decided an amarillo pale ale like i was saying earlier um i wanted to make a nevermore reference because i love nevermore and i was like the river dragon has come it we firemaker has a dragon as the logo and we have all kinds of like dragon themed beers it's very power metal, despite not being the most metal brewery, actually, when you're there. But we, we do listen to a lot of, like, prog and stuff. But me, me and Eddie, made a, we made a Nevermore beer. Uh, you've already made I, – I have a question coming up. You, you already said it, though. You're going to do it again. So the, you're you're at the point you're, – you're, we're, like, three weeks out, two weeks out at this point. And you're already thinking of next year. So what, what are the changes going to be? What, what can people what, – what do you want to evolve upon? Like, we haven't even done it yet, and you're thinking of something new. What would you like to evolve this to? Yeah, so next year, if the park is done, there's um, in Avondale, they're building this big park that's in like the little area where all the breweries are. Um, I don't know that it's going to be done by next year, but I'm hoping it's going to be done because I would better host there because um, they're actually building a stage. They have restrooms. It's a bigger Very spot. sick. That takes away a lot of the, the logistical. Yes organizational side so of things. So that's, that's the goal. We'll see if it happens. Um, I want to get, you know, other bands from other cities and countries to come. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> As you know, I would love for you guys to come. So, uh, <laughs> I would love for Cryptopsy to play this. Also, but you have to do an acoustic set. 
I've already said that Katopsy needs to do an acoustic set. If you don't do it, I'm going to be really sad, man. We'll do like a pre-fest party or something. <laughs> we'll do a tour at all the breweries. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, you guys, all the brewers, the band Paladin, is, is this something that you haven't even done it yet? Has it, has it been smooth? For has us? it been easy? We're not there yet, but leading up to here, is it something with what you've experienced so far? Is it something I mean, you would like to be a part of again? Yeah, sure. Of course. <laughs> for for you as the, a paladin, as a musician, is it something that interests you to do again? Up to now, has it been smooth? <laughs> it's easy. You haven't played the gig yet. What's the worst thing that can happen, right? You know, the, the, the stage could, the stage could fall apart. The PA is not going to work, but that's not going to happen because Emily knows, Emily knows what she's doing, right? <laughs> how about, how about for the brewers that are here? Is it something that it's been smooth so far? Has, has there been any hiccups? Uh, would you do it again, even though we haven't done it yet? Hey, um, for us, it's pretty simple. I mean, we brew beer and we make it available for folks. And so it's just about, understanding timing and you know allowing people to have fun once they're there that's a, a very important thing right there time uh, a lot of people don't understand how long a brew takes an ipa is easier to pop out you know well, some people pop it out in 10 days but the schedule work of getting that fermenter open and ready that that's the biggest challenge and anything that i plan with a brewery like i'm planning my four-year anniversary at the end of october and i've already booked four people it's like and it just makes it easy to attack it that early out how about a uh, little cottage is it something you you haven't done it yet but would you be a part of it again yeah i mean this will obviously be the first one for us but yeah we'd definitely be down to do it again um as a matter of fact uh i mean i told will here uh how many bands out there i'd love to do something with <laughs> so um beer and metal is what we're all about so it's a no-brainer for us to do this again <laughs> yeah so so super beer metal forward but little cottage as a name explain that one to me <laughs> john <laughs> <laughs> so the name little cottage came from my home brewing days where i started uh we lived in a cottage and oh, okay. i just called it little cottage and people started picking up on that and uh years later it was sticking so it was like well i can't change it now so <laughs> that's amazing that's so cool yeah. it's like it reminds me of uh, chris donaldson when he started his studio work he was recording in his parents garage so it was called le garage which is the garage in french and it stuck for many many years until he left the garage yeah i think it's awesome um one last question it's a shitty question i'm sure the answer is easy um are you still having fun? I know these things are a lot of work. I can only imagine. I'm very lucky when I do Brutal Montreal. I have Eventco, which is a main promoter here in town that takes care of everything. So I can only imagine that you're, all the emails and the follow-up and the hypothetical insomnia that I deal with when I'm running projects of planning the email responses the next morning, which ball I'm going to catch at what moment in the juggling act of what makes things happen. It's not easy, so I'm, I'm curious if you're still having fun. I'm having fun, but yes, it's I don't I'm not sleeping like because same thing. I was like I'm like oh wait I forgot I need to do this and I need to do it right now because if I don't do it right now I forget tomorrow. So I'm still having a great time. Um, I already said that like by the time Paladin's playing, if I die right then and there, I'm like okay that's how I want to go out. 
<laughs> like, Buddy. that's it. Just, do it. <laughs> Just shut my face off. Let me die right there. <laughs> Let it be over. Are, are you prepared? And this is something that happens to me when I finish things. There's like a little crash. Like you're so high. And then there's this massive, like, I guess it's an endorphin crash. And then there's that, there's that what's next, that, that anxiety comes for myself. Are, are you prepared for that? Yeah, I am. Um, 70K is very much like that for me because um, I, I photograph on 70K every year and it's, I'm like literally running around like a crazy person for like five days trying to take photos. And then you get home and you're like, oh my God, what just happened to me? Uh. So I'm prepared for that. But I know that um, talking with Joey, who, by the way, I just want to say, so Joey at Beer Growler, is not here tonight. He wanted to be here. He's been a massive help on the beer end of things. And also Angelica, who's also not here <laughs> for various reasons. She's been awesome on the art vendor side of things. They both wanted to be here and they, they're not. But without their help, like, yeah. Um, anyways, yes, I'm prepared, but we've all been talking and we want to do this again. So that's, that's, that's my goal that's is just, like, just keep it, making it better and making it better, you know. All I can do. Let's touch on the uh, the idea of having art vendors there. How how important was that for you to to have artists? Because obviously I see the connection. Whereas metal music is art, craft beer for me is art, such as this killer imperial black lager after dark. It's uh, roasty. There's like chocolate coffee vibes going on. The body's amazingly creaming. That six that seven point six 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 percent is smooth. Massive shout out to Jamie. And uh, the rest of the Folly crew. Yeah, and I'm going to say, uh, with Little Cottage, we were talking about making the Paladin beer, uh, what, 6.66%, right, guys? And we were like, ah, it's, it's a little bit hard to do, you know? So It's, it's hard to nail it. Oh, you just, you just have to put it on the label. Um, yes, it was very important for me, being an artist, like, that's what I've done my whole life. I'm not a musician. I, I've tried to play piano and guitar. I, I suck. <laughs> so... You know, being on the art end of things has always been my life and then supporting musicians. Um, so, yes, we definitely wanted that. Um, Angelica has been getting artists that are like more metal themed or more dark themed um, to be there. She actually got a lady who's doing cotton candy and they're making it. Is it black? So, yeah. So she she's trying to get the cotton candy <laughs> to be purple with black on the outside and then also Hell black yes. on the outside. So, so yeah. cool. <laughs> I like that. That's so cool. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I wish I could be there. If I could be there, you knew that I would be there. Uh, I do have Mick from uh, Miskatonic here. Mick, uh, introduce this beer for me, please. Uh, he, one of the first people that I hit up when I was planning this, and it was these are one of these projects that I had that I, I wrote one email, and if it didn't stick, I didn't pursue because it was you know there's a lot of tour dates on Devastation on the Nation, but Mick was an easy yes. So t- t- talk me through what this beer is, please. Uh, yeah, this is the. Uh, it's called Death Fog. We. Uh, we talked to you and basically took one of our favorite West Coast uh, recipes that we have, and uh, we used our techniques to haze it up a bit. So we used a lot more red wheat. We uh, analyzed the pH on the recipe. We're still working on our, uh, you know, progress on our hazies. I think we make killer stuff, but we're never satisfied. And this one has all the the uh, Centennial and Amarillo with the uh, Citra, CTZ, and Green Bullet hops. Still got the bitterness, but it's got the mouthfeel and the aromas of an East Coast while having that punch of a... I, I, I appreciate this. It's, it's delicious. The, 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 it's like a 
perfect blend of a an east and a west coast it's it's really tasty six percent perfect abv for like a concert show and we we definitely talked about that of having a safe abv where a bunch of metalheads can crush them all all night long thank you to you uh back to blast beats and bruise fest um I typically wrap things up before I open up the floor to the Thirsty Thursday gang for questions uh, with hangover cures. Uh, so people that are coming to your festival, and uh, I'm going to twist this question. In order to avoid hangovers, what would you encourage them to do? And we'll start with uh, Taylor from Paladin. Uh, well, the easiest way is to not drink, but no one wants to be. Jeez, uh, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Deal with it. Fuck. <laughs> but ba- basically what i'm asking is <laughs> what is your technique when you go to an event such as these uh to walk out of there you know w- with your best face forward uh little cottage what, are you, what what is your advice for people coming start drinking as early as possible the next day <laughs> you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning that's fair <laughs> Actually, you guys are doing some yoga uh, thing, right? Yeah, we're, uh, we do a metal and beer yoga um, once a month, and it just happens to fall the day after the fest. So come sweat it out with us the next day. Um, you should do that at the festival. That should be something next year. That's so cool. Uh, well, yeah, so, so Kadria, who's in the band, and Violet, that's also doing the fest, she's a belly dancer. So she like does stuff with like a sword on her head and all kinds of belly dancing and stuff on stage. So yeah, we can we can make that happen. We yep. can do some yoga. Too. Amazing, yeah. St- Stacey. What would be your advice for people to walk out of the festival uh, level headed? Let's say. Well, we're one of the few breweries in the state that actually serves food. So what I would say is first come and have some lunch with us before the fest starts. So that way you start with a little bit of something on your belly. Most of our things are shareable, so it's not going to get you too full, so you can't drink but just enough to help you out get the day started right so that you can pace yourself a little better. Fantastic advice. Uh, Emily, what, what's your advice for, for people coming? Eat and drink water. Drink water. That's the most important. drink water. Part. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the most yeah. important for sure. Yeah. And you got a bunch of food trucks. Just give, give some shout outs to the, the food trucks that are going to be there if you, if you are aware of who's going to be there. I, we have two. Um, one is honey and or smoke and honey, sorry. Um, and the other one... I'm trying to remember the name of it. Basically, we have one that's like super meat, and we have one that's super vegan vegetarian. So, oh, I, I wasn't going to ask. You know, I don't talk about it a lot on the podcast, but I am a vegan, and so a lot of the times we're forgotten. So that's that's super. Yeah, cool. I'm vegetarian, so yeah. I, I don't eat the meats either. So <laughs> definitely needs to be there for me too. Very cool. That, that that wraps up what I wanted to talk about for this. Let's see what the Thirsty Thursday gang had. who who here has a question for the Blast Beats and Brews Fest organizers, brewers, performers. Who here has a question tonight? There we go. The metal architect. Hey, what's up? Uh, y'all talked about uh, going national with bands. Would y'all ever bring national breweries like Wake or Three Floyds or another like metal brewery to to the uh, festival like in the future? Yeah, I definitely do because there are, again, like the Philly Decibel Metal Beer Fest, they bring people from all over. Um, and there's a lot of metal-themed brewers out there, so I definitely want to bring some. Um, Burial, right, who's in Asheville, I would love to have them. Um, so, so, so yeah, cool. Absolutely. 
Yeah, Academia, I think, has, the, I know the head brewer, and he has like a Rings of Saturn beer that he did recently. Or something. Yeah, and they did a beer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Cider King. Hey, um, uh, question basically for, for Emily. Let's say hypothetically someone wants to start a metal and beer fest in the middle of nowhere. Uh, what would be the, uh, what, what is it you learn basically through, this, uh, through all this and that you would do differently uh, that you could teach to someone who hypothetically uh, wants to start something like that? Yeah, I mean, I've it's been a huge learning curve for me. Um, so we're actually going to have a meeting, uh, security, everybody that's involved, to assess what we did wrong the first time. If there's something that we did wrong we didn't like, that we can do better. Um, I would just say... This is like a post-meeting, like like the week after the festival type thing? Yeah, like thing? a couple weeks after. Very smart. And just, Very yeah, smart. just absolutely talk about, okay, what could we do better next time? Um, I would just say communicate... Um, I live by three rules. Uh, my three rules are be a good person, do good work, you know, and don't be an asshole. So like, just those things, you know, just be a good person. Yeah, you should be a good person because if you're an asshole, like no one's going to work with you. Um, so I would just basically say that. Um, thank you all so, so much for spending some time with me talking about uh, your very cool brand new festival it's happening tomorrow blast beats and brews fest uh there are still some tickets available you can go to blastbeatsandbrews.com do it people i can't be there sadly if i could i would have and uh i would have enjoyed life metal and craft beer with all of you uh emily i'm impressed uh, trapper i'm impressed all the brewers i'm impressed a paladin you're gonna kill it it's gonna be a fruited sour inspired fest performance which is uh bring 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 some tums maybe i don't know um <laughs> i appreciate you all hanging out with me hanging out with the thirsty thursday gang uh this is a live interview yet again uh everyone unmute yourselves make some noise for the blast beats and bruise fest peeps uh, this has been an absolute pleasure and i really really appreciate you all cheers Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. This was an epic hang, another live interview at a Thirsty Thursday virtual hang. I love doing these. Massive shout out to the Thirsty Thursday gang for consistently hanging out with me and asking killer questions to my guests when I have them there with us. This was a great one. I'm so excited about what Emily and Trapper and everyone has built for the Blast Beats and Brews Fest. It's just so exciting. I wish I could be there. I sadly cannot, but I will be there in the future. You should most definitely go. It's happening tomorrow. It's going to be an amazing time, and I'm just so, so stoked that they've built this new metal and beer fest. Massive cheers to everyone involved. Now, if you enjoyed this Vox and Hops episode, you should sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast mailing list. You can do that by going to my website, voxandhops.com. That's V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S.com. And when you do that, you shall receive two emails a month that will contain everything that's been going on in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. You'll get to see which episodes I dropped recently. You'll get to see which episodes I have coming up. You will also get to see which albums the Vox and Hops album review crew have reviewed recently. You'll get to see which albums Jerry Monk, the metal architect himself, has added to the Brutal Awakenings playlist, which is available on both Apple Music and Spotify. There is just so much going on in the world of the Vox and Hops metal podcast. I'd hate for you to miss a single thing. So please sign up to the mailing list. 
The Vox and Hospital podcast is brought to you by Sound Talent Media and Evergreen Podcasts. I hope you have a glorious weekend. I will be back next week with yet again two episodes, one on Tuesday and another on Friday. But until then, remember to enjoy live metal and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan, and this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Grey Street.